Day 7. In a crisis. Daniel chapter 2, verses 13 to 19. The decree was issued that the wise men were to be executed, and they searched for Daniel and his friends to execute them. Then Daniel responded with tact and discretion to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to execute the wise men of Babylon. He asked Arioch, the king's officer, Why is the decree from the king so harsh? Then Arioch explained the situation to Daniel. So Daniel went and asked the king to give him some time so that he could give the king his interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and told his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah about the matter, urging them to ask the God of heaven for mercy concerning this mystery, so Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of Babylon's wise men. The mystery was then revealed to Daniel in a vision at night, and Daniel praised the God of the heavens. This is the word of God. The king issued a decree that all the wise men in his city be executed because they had failed to tell him what he had dreamt and what it meant. Daniel and his friends had hours left to live. What did they do? Reflecting on yesterday and today's biblical text, let's see what we learn about God and what we can learn from Daniel's actions. So, what do we learn about God? Firstly, that he is able to put thoughts into the minds of people who do not know him. Later in the story, Daniel will say to the king, Your majesty, while you were in your bed, thoughts came to your mind about what will happen in the future. The revealer of mysteries has let you know what will happen. Verse 29. This king did not know, follow, worship, or obey God, but still, God was able to drop thoughts into his mind. In another amazing story, God drops a thought into a sleepless pagan king's mind, which leads to an action which results in one of God's servants being honored rather than killed. Secondly, God is in the habit of creating difficulties that show up how helpless we are without him. The wise men of Babylon are driven to their wit's end. Despite all their learning, abilities, and magic, and despite the gods that they worship, they are unable to do what the king demands of them. Still today, people tend to have an exaggerated sense of their control, abilities, and resources. These earthly securities cause us to rest in our own powers, rather than reach out to God, for whom nothing is impossible. God likes to crash through this illusory security by bringing about situations that exceed our wisdom and power. At the end of ourselves, we're more ready to reach out to a God who is greater than we are. And thirdly, God likes to create opportunities for his people as they rely on him to excel where others fail. On first reading, we are horrified that Daniel and his friends are also about to be executed. Then, as we read on, we realize that God is putting Daniel and his friends between a rock and a hard place precisely because he wants them to stand out. He plans on demonstrating his power to them and through them in that place. Now, what does Daniel teach us 
about how to respond in a crisis situation. He teaches us to remain calm in crisis. We're told that Daniel responded to the alarming news of his imminent execution. Too many of us do not respond. We rather react. Adrenaline kicks in and we panic. Daniel keeps his head while all those around them are losing theirs figuratively and about to lose theirs literally. Daniel also teaches us to collect as much relevant data as we can in a crisis. Daniel finds out from his soon-to-be executioner exactly what is going on. Until he understands exactly the nature and the causes of the crisis, he knows that he is not ready to respond wisely. Daniel enlists the help of other people too. Instead of dealing with the situation as a lone ranger, moving toward select people first with tact and discretion, Daniel asks for information from Arioch and then he respectfully approaches the king and asks for a little bit of time. And finally, he calls on his friends. Fourthly, Daniel leans into spiritual community. Daniel finds more than friendship in his friends. He finds spiritual community. Together, they seek God. They stand with each other in the trial, drawing on God's grace and conduiting that grace to one another. We cannot control what trials will come our way, but we do have a measure of control over who will be there for us when those trials come. Daniel has long been invested in the spiritual community, and now that the heat is on, he knows exactly who to turn to. And finally, from Daniel, we are inspired to pray when we face the unfathomable. The four friends urgently pray to God about their survival. They ask the God of the heavens for mercy concerning this mystery. He grants them an answer, revealing the mystery of the king's dream to Daniel, whose petitions give way to rejoicing. What about you? Looking back at your most recent crisis situation, how could you have perhaps faced it in a more Daniel-like way? Why not turn your reflections into prayer now?